Welcome everybody back to Impact Fellowship. I'm Pastor Rick. Thank you so much for choosing to spend some time uh, with us as we grow in our faith and fellowship digested. Uh, hopefully it just helps you grow in your faith and get out there and impact the world around you, you know, make a difference in your life and in the life of others. Uh, now, coming up on Sunday, May 26th, um, we are going to be at Franklin Square Park in Washington, D.C., uh, serving our homeless neighbors out there, praying with them, talking to them, we'll have some food and stuff like that. So if you want to join us, uh, you know, again, it'll be Franklin Square uh, Sunday, May 26th. Uh, from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. You can donate also if you want. Um, just go to impact, just email impactfellowshipemail at gmail.com. That's impactfellowshipemail at gmail.com. Um, and you can donate and we'll work all that um, uh, kind of stuff out. Um, now, again, if you're listening to this, and it's after May 26th, then obviously you missed out. <laughs> but there'll be plenty of opportunities uh, as we got so much going on. Uh, we're just out there showing up as church. Uh, again, every week for the lessons, we have um, a member from the church joining us. And we've got Sierra here again this week. Sierra, what's up? Hey, y'all. And she's joining us again uh, uh, this week. Um, this was an interesting lesson. Um, and we're going to talk about obedience. Uh, we did this last Saturday uh, at Impact Fellowship. And, man, you know, we left challenged because mm-hmm. when you think about obedience or when we jumped into the word man I just know for myself I was like man I got to do a better job of obeying the word yeah I mean and I think we all see areas we need to improve in but we left challenged and that's what the word should do it should challenge us uh and so hopefully it does the same thing now, here's the thing that's so interesting about obedience too is that it's one of those uh things that aren't the most attractive things to talk about in the bible mm-hmm. I mean it's right up there with uh self-control mm-hmm. it's it's right up there with self uh, self-denial mm-hmm. it's right up there with uh, uh loving people who hate you yep. uh, uh praying for those who despitefully use you mm-hmm. for being kind to your enemies you know yeah. what i mean it's right up there with that kind of stuff and by the way those things are commands that we should obey say that but they hard to they obey hard to oh my god they so hard to obey even for me uh so yes yeah, so we're going to jump into it just by way of definition uh obedience means to submit to the authority uh of someone or to comply with the command to carry out orders or to behave in accordance with now that's a death that's the dictionary definition of mm-hmm. obedience okay so that's what it means to obey to submit to the authority of to comply with the command to carry out orders and to behave in accordance with with and so it all has to do with authority and commands right Right. and so it's impossible to obey someone who is not an authoritative figure Mm -hmm. i mean it's impossible so like you know you have a job and someone tries to act like they're your boss Mm -hmm. (laughs) how many times has somebody had that happen to them they come to you they want you to do something as if they're your boss Mm -hmm. and you know you could say look you could you could say you're not my boss i'm not going to do it or you could do it but the truth is you have an option to do it whether you want to do it or not right because they're not an authoritative figure exactly. but if they were an authoritative figure even though some poor behaving or poor producing <laughs> employees might do this actor they got an option an authoritative figure asked you to do or perform a job you, you really do don't have an option yeah you should do it right. uh and so anyway it's impossible to uh obey someone who's not in authority you, again you can agree to do it you can go along with it but it's not obedience because there's no authority there mm-hmm. and also it's impossible to obey an opinion an option or a suggestion because again by definition you can only obey a command you can go along with a, an option you can go along with an opinion you can go along with with a suggestion, but it's different when you obey it because there's no decision to be made. There's a command. You got to do it. Right. So it's all about our perspective on what authority. Mm-hmm. That's where obedience starts. Like with our perspective on authority is the person 
or uh, or the the ordinance that this command is coming from, do I see them as an authoritative figure? Mm -hmm. And do I see what is being said as a command or as an option? Right. Yeah, put the preacher hat on. When I know who God is and when I know his authority. (laughs) But that's the truth. When you understand who God is, the power that he has, and the authority that we should submit Mm -hmm. to in our life, we should come right under that. See, that's question number one that we have to ask ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we have to make up in our mind to answer that and live that out every day is how do I see God? Mm -hmm. Is God an authoritative figure? Mm Mm-hmm. Or is he just like my sidekick? Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Like, is he here just to, is, is he here for self-improvement? Mm-hmm. Or am I here for self-denial? That's a real question. <laughs> I mean, no, it is. That is that's a good question. Because yes. I do feel like we have come to a point where we just like, I want to do better. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. kind of all I really want right, to do. I just right. want to live better and yeah. well, get what I can get for exactly my life. Why sometimes we feel comfortable if, you know, no matter what kind of goes out Monday through Saturday, if right. I go to church and I stand up and sing and I may even cry, mm-hmm. and, you know, a little bit and I give a little bit of money and I help out sometimes I leave and say, okay, I feel I good. Feel good. You know, right. I went to church. I did mm-hmm. my thing. Because again, it's, it's about, I want to feel better. Mm-hmm. I want to do better. Exactly. And it's more about God. It's more about self-improvement yes. than self-denial. Mm-hmm. But he's, 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 he's not here for that. Mm-hmm. He's the authoritative figure. Right. He's not the sidekick. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. But, but if we see him that way, yeah. then it's easy to see why we can look at some things that are clear commands mm-hmm. to believers. Yeah. And, but yet we won't follow it mm-hmm. because we see it as a suggestion. Mm. Or something that's nice to do, right? Or something that's probably a good thing. A to good do. thing, yeah. All mm-hmm. that, man, that would be great to do, yeah. But we don't obey it, mm. okay? And then also, how do we see God's word? Again, a good idea, a suggestion, or is it a command? Because mm-hmm. once we start there and answer those questions, then we can look at obedience totally different. Mm-hmm. Because what it does is it takes feeling out of it. Mm-hmm. Because to obey some of the things that we ought to obey as believers it's hard because we won't always feel like it right it, it, it absolutely goes against everything you want to do mm-hmm. or the natural reaction is absolutely to do. it takes it to the next level absolutely and so but when i had that proper perspective mm-hmm. what i say is it's not that i feel like doing this right i'm doing this because i'm commanded to right by my authoritative figure mm-hmm not my advisor mm-hmm. <laughs> but the authoritative figure in my life who is god and yes, it's the th- authoritative figure and it's our command, but it's also because we love him. Right, right. We want to do absolutely. what's absolutely. good in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, 100%. Mm-hmm. So let's just jump into a couple of scriptures now. Again, I'm not going to share everything that we did at Impact um, Fellowship with this. If you want the notes, you can request them. Just email us, impactfellowship um, uh, email at gmail.com. That's impactfellowshipemail at gmail.com. Um, you know, right after we went through like kind of the whole obedience and what it means to obey, we had like eight things we had to understand about obedience. Uh, we're not going to go through all eight uh, on the podcast. We'll go through about five. Uh, but the first thing we talked about, um, and it, it leads beautifully after like what you just said, Sierra, is about um, position and authority. We have to understand that it's all about position. It's all about authority as Mm -hmm. far as obedience, right? So Matthew 8, I want to start at verse 5. So here it is. Uh, I'm reading from the NLT uh, for all the scriptures that I'm doing today. Uh, Last week, I did 
New King James Version, I think. I just felt like New King James today. I feel like NLT. Okay, I don't know what I mean. Okay. So you could follow along, do whatever you got to do. Um, so here we go. Uh, Matthew 8, 5. When Jesus returned to Capernaum, a Roman officer came and pleaded with him, Lord, my young servant lies in bed, paralyzed in terrible pain. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. But the guy doesn't stop there. The officer says, Lord, I'm not worthy to have you come into my home. Here we go. Just say the word from where you are and my servant will be healed. I know this. Here we go. We're talking about position because I am under the authority of my superior officers and I have authority over my soldiers. I only need to say go and they what? Go. go or come and they what come and if my and if I say to my slaves do this they what they do it he says you don't even have to come to my house I'm not even worthy to have you there but I do know that if you say he's healed he'll be healed why because I understand authority and I understand that when authority figure an authority figure says something that everything under that person's authority mm-hmm. will do what that thing says do yeah I mean you understand the power that Jesus ha- clearly this man understands that clearly he the understands power that Jesus has. That I understand that you are Jesus mm-hmm. and that you're the Messiah and that you are the ultimate authority figure. And so if you say he's healed, I know he'll be healed because I understand what authority. Mm-hmm. And so you as the authoritative figure, when you speak, it has to obey. Everything's got to obey mm-hmm. at the sound of your voice. Mm-hmm. And when we read scripture, it was like that from the beginning of time. Yeah. Let there be light. There was light. And mm-hmm. ever since then, there's been light. Mm-hmm. You only have to say it once. Right. And ever since then, there's been light. And so he understands that. So again, it's about authority. Again, we're talking about who is God to you? Is he the authority, the authoritative figure, the supreme being to you? Mm-hmm. And if he is, like this man said, then I know when he says something, it's got to happen. Or when he tells me, because it's easy sometimes for us to say, you know, oh, if God says this, it's going to happen. He's going to do it. But what if he tells you to do something? See, if I want God to command my healing or my blessing or this or that, when God says it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And he told me that I'm going to have this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. But okay, that's fine. We're excited about that. But what about when he tells you to do something? Yeah. Are we just as excited when he says, love your neighbor as you love yourself? Mm. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> so he t- he, we're excited for him to say that kind of, but what about the stuff that he tells us to do? Are we excited about that? Here we go. So uh, let's see. Again, we're not going to get to all eight. Um, let's see. Obedience. It's, our obedience is motivated by love, not motivated by reward. Mm-hmm. Again, that gets to motive. Our obedience is motivated by love, not motivated by reward. We can't trick God into blessing us because we say we'll obey. Yeah. You know, man, I really want this to work out for me. I really want to do this. I'm going to obey God's word because I want this to happen. Mm-hmm. That's not motivation to obey. That's like almost that's that's like doing works to get something. That's like, hey, you know, if 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 Manny wants to go to, you know, Chuck E. Cheese, go clean your room and I'll take you to Chuck E. Cheese. And so that's the way we see some of it sometimes. Right. Like, you know what? I want God to take me to my spiritual Chuck E. Cheese. So I'm going to clean my room. I'm going to obey something, do something I know I'm supposed to do. Yeah, I was going to say it's really childlike and immature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. The, the example you use of Manny is, is a perfect one. You know, when it, when I'm a child, I do something so I can get my allowance. Right. You know, I mm-hmm. wake up on time, I, mm-hmm. you know, do everything I'm supposed to do. Try to, to do. do my homework fast. Right, mm-hmm. so I can get something in return, and that's that's the immature way to go. Absolutely. It's not motivated by reward. It's motivated by love. Here's your scripture, John 14, 15. Here's Jesus. If you love me, here we go, your motive, if you love me, 
obey my commandments. Mm-hmm. It's motivated by love, not by reward. Uh, what's the next one we want to hit to today? You know what? Here's another one. It reveals who we belong to. Mm-hmm. Go to Romans six sixteen, who we choose to obey. And this is why this is so powerful. Because at the end of the day, we're going to obey something. Mm-hmm. Something is directing our decisions. Now, whether that's God directing our decisions, whether that's ourself, whether that is society, something is going to direct our. And so we're going to obey something mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Right. Romans six sixteen. Uh, it says, don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you what choose to obey? You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteousness. Mm hmm. Don't you know that you are slaves to who you what choose to obey? Whoever you choose to obey reveals who you belong to. This is the Bible. It's not me, y'all. Right. I, I, I'm telling you, it hit me. <laughs> when you it's, say it that way. It's not Ooh. me. It's the Bible. I'm li- yeah. Again, I said it last week. I, say it every, I feel like I say it every week at church. Welcome to Impact, where we read the Bible. The Bible mm-hmm. says what it says. What it I'm, not mani- I'm, I'm, not gonna, I'm not manipulating it, not sugarcoating it, not making it easy. So I'm not going to make it fit the culture. I'm mm-hmm. not going to make it. I'm not going to. Uh, and forget, you know, the world's culture. I'm not going to make it fit church culture. Mm-hmm. It says what it says. And so if it makes us uneasy. Then, it should. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then it's on us to make our lives fit this, not up to us to make this fit our lives. Right. This is what it says, that what we choose to obey reveals who we belong to. Man, oh man. All right, a couple more points from, 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 um, from Saturday's lesson. Again, we don't have time to go through all of them. Um, we should obey, and this is almost like the, the motive uh, is love and not reward, but we should obey without the expectation of something in return. We literally should just obey and not expect to get anything in return. Watch this. Say what? I know, right? Luke 17. Here we go. Luke 17, verse 9. He says, here's Jesus. Uh, You know what? Let's go up to, let's go up to seven. Uh, When a servant comes in, this is Jesus speaking. When a servant comes in from plowing or taking care of sheep, does his master say, come in and eat with me? No, he says, prepare my meal, put on your apron and serve me while I eat. Then you can eat later. Watch this. Verse nine. This is Jesus still speaking. And does the master thank the servant for doing what he was told to do? Mm. Of course not. Here's Jesus in the same way. When you obey me, you should say we are unworthy servants who simply done our duty how come i haven't underlined that in my bible let me underline that right now we are <laughs> unworthy servants who have simply done our duty this is jesus saying that do you think the master thanks his servant for doing what he was told to do of course not and in the same way when we do what he commands us to do we should just obey and say we are we are unworthy servants who have simply done our duty don't come up here talking about feed me <laughs> don't be coming up back in the house talking about I did the, the plow, kicking your feet up it's time for you. no 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 the master says no 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 you fix my meal serve me while I eat then you eat mm. that's the order that's the authority that's the that's what we do here sometimes I feel like we think we nowadays can shout out orders and it's up to God to obey what we say mm. it's not that way y'all <laughs> that is not the we do not bark out commands for him to obey. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. We obey. 
He's the one in the authoritative figure. And by the way, he says, and when you obey, don't come in thinking that you should get something. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, in the same way, when you obey me, you should say we are unworthy servants who have simply done our duty. Yeah, this makes me think of that Chris Rock uh, bit. Oh, talk about you want credit <laughs> for things you're supposed to yeah, do. Yeah, you said people always try to take credit for doing things they're supposed to do. Supposed yeah, to do. no, right. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. No. Oh, if you are my father, Jesus, if you love me, you keep my commandments. Exactly. Like, and so, you know, we obey what he says us to do. He says, you know, don't come back in the house saying, you know, all right, well, now feed me or expecting the master to thank the servant. He said, that's not the way it works. Mm-hmm. That's not the way it works. But yet we think it's the way it works. I remember being, when we taught, when we taught this uh, in, in church, uh, somebody uh, raised their hand and said, um, what did he say? He, he said, I have never, ever heard that scripture read or even taught. Right. <laughs> <In church>. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not a popular one. Mm-hmm. It's not a popular one. Because we want the blessings because we obey. Obey. We want the, and you're going to get your blessings. He's like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Jesus said, wait, 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 mm-hmm. wait, mm-hmm. wait. Now, there is a blessing for obedience, but it's not, it's not reward for right. obedience. We should just obey to obey. Mm-hmm. We're blessed because we obey. Yes. We're not blessed for obeying. That's what it is right there. Right. We're blessed because we obey. Mm-hmm. We're not blessed for obeying. Right. I hope y'all get that. Somebody write that down and make sure you write that. Yeah, that's a good quote. Did anyone else say that ever before? That might be an original by <laughs> me and the back fellowship. Uh, there, but but we should, so 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 we should obey without the expectation of getting anything in return. Our last point, and this is another like like stunning point at impact fellowship was the connection between our faith and obedience. Mm -hmm. There is a direct connection between our faith and obedience. Let's stay right there at Matthew 17, nine. Uh, but let's go up a little bit further to, uh, I'm sorry, Luke. Sorry. Thank you. Luke 17 verse, uh, four. Let's jump up to four. Jesus says, even if that person wrongs you seven times a day and each time turns uh, each time turns again and asks for forgiveness, you must forgive. The very next thing the, the, the apostles say is, Lord, show us how to increase our faith. Increase our faith. <laughs> right. Because that's a hard thing to do, right? right? So he says, increase our faith. Watch Jesus' response to them saying, increase our faith. The Lord answered, if you had faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, may you be uprooted and thrown into the sea, and it would what? Obey you. That's when he goes into the story about the servant and talks about obedience. They asked him to increase. How do we increase our faith? He starts talking about what? Obedience. Obedience. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Increase our faith. He didn't talk about, well, you got to pray about this, do this, uh, try to read this. No, he says, he says, he starts going to lesson. Like, well, even if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, mm-hmm. if you told this tree, because he's talking about authority, right. that if you spoke to this tree, even with a little bit of faith, the tree would listen to you because you have what? Oh, it would obey. Mm-hmm. And then he starts talking about the servant and the master. Oh, my goodness. It's all connected. Talking about obedience and saying in the same way, when you obey me, you should. So again, he's talking, increase our faith. Okay. What if you had a little bit of faith? If you understood authority and obedience, just obey me. You'd get what you think you need more faith for. Oh Mm. my goodness. Obedience for what you think you need more faith for. No, just obey. Mm. Hear what he says. Do what he says. And then we get rewarded. Well, not rewarded, but we, Get rewarded because we obey. Because we obey. Not for obeying. Not for obeying. Come on now. Another link between obedience and faith. Matthew 8. Uh, we were there earlier. 
Um, but I want to start at we read the story from uh, verse five all the way down to uh, to nine. So again, that's the story about the man, uh, the soldier who came to Jesus, said, "You know, um, uh, my servant is is is, uh, is sick. He's lying in, in paralyzed and terrible pain." Jesus said, "I'll come heal him." He says, "You don't have to. Just say it. I'm a man uh, who's under authority and a man of authority, and I know when people of authority speak." Blah blah blah. So we talked about that already, right? Mm-hmm. Now watch what Jesus says after this. Let's see. Uh, let's let's start at nine. I know this because I am under the authority of my superior officers and I have the authority over my soldiers. I only need to say go and they go or come and they come. And if I say to my slaves, do this, they do it. Now watch this. Verse 10. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed turning to those who were following him. He said, I tell you the truth. I haven't seen faith like this in all Israel. This man was talking about obedience and talking about authority mm-hmm. and that all you have to do is say it because if you say it, I know that everything under your authority moves at your command. So if you say it, I know it's going to happen because I understand authority. He's talking about authority and obedience. Jesus responds and he was amazed. New King James verse said he marveled. Jesus was amazed at this man's concept of authority. But Jesus says, I have not seen this great of faith. But this man was talking about obedience and authority. Mm-hmm. Come on, y'all. There's a, there's a connection there's a to connection. it. Yeah. He says, I know that if you speak, everything under your authority will move at your command. So you don't have to come. And I understand this because I understand authority. Jesus marveled and said, I haven't seen this much faith. Because again, he just said, oh, if you have mustard seed faith, you have enough to right. speak to this tree. He said, I haven't seen this much faith. This man never, ever even said the word faith. Mm. He never said the word faith. And then he say the word believe. Right. He just said, no, if you say it, it's going to happen because I understand authority. His, his understanding of authority and obedience made Jesus marvel at his what? Faith. Yeah, clearly he understood who yes. Jesus is. Yes, yes. You got to understand the authority. You get right back to your point. It's understanding the authority mm-hmm. and that I know that you are a God of authority and that when you speak, everything moves at your command. Mm-hmm. Come on, somebody. And so that was some of the points that we had about our lesson on obedience. I hope it blessed you. I know it blessed me. I know we all left challenged. Yeah. Um, and it seemed like that's like what happens all the time. I mean, we just leave the room like, man. But it's so good. It's, it's so really, refreshing. It's so good. And it challenges us. And, and there's no way that we can uh, 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 please God or even try to uh, attempt to live this way outside of the help of the Holy Spirit. So mm-hmm. if this Absolutely. has blessed you, man, share it. Uh, you can dialogue back and forth with us if you want. Impact Fellowship email at gmail.com. Uh, that's the email. Impact Fellowship email at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget, we're going to be at Franklin Square in uh, Washington, D.C. with our homeless neighbors, serving them, praying for them, um, and doing what we do uh, at Impact this coming Sunday, uh, May 26th, from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Uh, and, yeah, man, we'll be back next week with uh, more Impact Fellowship. Impact Fellowship.